0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of the PlayStation Drive here on Carpool Gaming. This is our 77th episode, and my name is Matt, and I'll be your host for this drive's events. I'm joined, as always, by the Supreme Court of Canada himself, Mr. Court Lalone. What's up, dude? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Happy uh, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Miles Morales PC Day. It's it's a good day, I think.
1: It's 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 funny you bring that up because as I I hadn't played it in forever. And I, I love it. It's it's a Christmas game to me. And I started playing it on the PC, and my daughter was watching me review, and she made me re-download it on the PS5. And while I've been playing, she's been playing side-by-side, side, which also helped because the TVs were side-by-side, side and I could actually see the difference in graphics and stuff, which was kind of nice doing a review that way. There you
0: go. We're, we're going to get into that. In, in just a couple minutes, because we are going to be talking about Miles Morales. We are going to be talking about Sony Santa Monica, and we are going to be talking about the game Awards. So strap in because we have plenty to cover on this week's show. But before we do all of that, make sure we have to clean the garage. If you're watching us live on youtube.com carpoolgaming carpool gaming right now, almost every Friday at 1 PM EST, we go live with the new episode. Make sure you like subscribe, share comment, tell us what you want out of the PlayStation drive going into 2023 and maybe we'll listen. If you're, if you're listening to us on your podcast service of choice, make sure you hit us with that. Follow that subscribe, with those five stars and leave us a lovely review. It helps us grow and reach more people all around the world. And if you have a few extra bucks to toss our way to tip, yo drivers, head over to patreoncom slash carpool gaming, throw bucks into tip jars and out comes a cornucopia of content for you to consume and cornucopia. Yeah, I like that word for you to I consume you and do. and enjoy and just marinate over because there's a whole lot there <laughs> Jeez, for you. Are, are
1: we just is this just the Thanksgiving
0: episode? Well, it's almost the Thanksgiving. Corner. It's almost Thanksgiving in America. So yeah, we're
1: Canadian. Let's, let's move on from that. I it's know. Christmas. <laughs> it is almost Christmas.
0: But <laughs> without further ado, we need to talk about the things that we have been playing in such a variation of musical tastes accompaniments, and just things for musical all the taste. ages. This is just
1: getting... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I just had uh, musical taste. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Puberty stuff. Uh, Cor, okay. What's, what's been on your playlist? What have you been playing, buddy? Uh, well, you know one thing I've been playing and we've both been playing it, and that is uh, Spider-Man's Miles Morales on PC. Yeah. I've also been playing it on my PS5, and that's, um, as I was mentioning before, my daughter watched me play in it. It's one of her favorite games. This is the very first game that my daughter ever was watching me play when it first launched on the PS5, and she wanted to play the game. Now, previously when we played it, she was just swinging around Brooklyn, and that's all she wanted to do. When there was bad guys, she would give me the controller. Mm-hmm. Now, she was learning combos yesterday. She was yes. doing finishers. She figured Let's out go. You know, a circle button. She's big into video games lately, and it's it's awesome to see. Um, so I've been playing that. Um, I've also just recently, um, I finished Gotham Knights on my PS5. Nice. hmm yeah I uh, there's a review on uh, Carpool gaming uh, myself and Ryan Turford. We just it dropped today. we had we had our thoughts on that and how um, the story hurt me as a Batman fan. I'm gonna really? have to say yeah I, I, I really felt is someone that really likes the Court of Owls uh, in the comic books and the new 52s from Snyder and Capullo, it It's a phenomenal storyline and I thought they did not do it justice. I thought they um, they kind of left a lot on the table, and when they ended that storyline in the game, I was I was very confused. I don't want to give any spoilers on the game. I know it's very um, divisive. This game, but th- the thirty frames and all that. I it's, it's a Batman story. I wanted to jump in. I wanted to play Batman, but um, yeah, I had I had my a lot of issues with uh, how they did the story and how they did everything together, and that was my biggest takeaway from it. Uh, it is a spoiler review on Carpool Gaming. If you want to go check it out. Uh, we have it up on YouTube. It will be dropping as an extra mile as well for your podcast listeners um, out there. And then um, I was telling Hold you. On. So I let, just, let, let me ask yeah. you this then because I'm
0: curious. Yeah. Now with you know Black Friday going on, and we'll get into all that in a little bit, Gotham Knights is already on sale. And I, from a lot of the reviews and the stuff that I've seen online, the story and the character writing seem to be a lot of people saving grace, even though it may have not mm. resonated with you as much. Is it worth the pickup? At the current sale price, or do you think that you should, people should be waiting for an even deeper sale if they want to check this out?
1: Okay. Do you know about the Court of Owls, or are you big into Batman?
0: Uh, me, personally, I'm not big into Batman, but I did read the Court of Owls run when it was happening, actually.
1: Did you really like it? I did. Okay. You will be very disappointed by this game, and how much is it right now?
0: Uh, Let's double check. Hmm. Hold on.
1: Let's, my guess is like 59.99. That's just my guess out there. I, I think that's Nights, what I saw.
0: the PS5 standard edition is 40% off. So yeah. the PS5 edition would have been is was it $89.99? Canadian?
1: Yeah, it was a lot.
0: So that means it's like, yeah, it's like sixty four ninety nine, something around there.
1: No, don't buy it. Really? Um, yeah, okay. I, I don't think it's worth it at that price. I truly think this will be on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus in the near future. Um, or there's going to be more content drop, and then there, there'll there be a better version to buy. I wouldn't buy this. I would even buy the next game I want to talk about. I, I slept on uh Bridge of Bridges Spirits. I, I never got to play it. It just slipped by me. It is on sale right now in the PlayStation Store, and I grabbed it. Mm-hmm. I can't stop playing it this morning. Really? I, I don't know. I... I was playing it with my daughter. Once again, if, if my daughter gets into a game, it it, it brings me in and makes me want to play it more. And, and this is something that she's having fun with. And it seems like very simple controls. And they got these cute little characters. And she's really loving her time with it with me. And it's something we're playing together. We're just trading off the, the controller going back and forth. So, um, But I would definitely, I don't think that Gotham Knights is something to buy right now. I don't think it's that's too much money. I truly think that's too much money for this game because one, the 30 frames per second and then the drops are still there, so it drops between 30, Um, so it gets down to like, I suppose it's like 23. Really? Yeah, and the combat, like I I said it in the review, I know a lot of people were like hey, you know, let's let let them make their own game, and I I get that, and Ryan was even bringing up the point of the the RPG perspective in the combat, and I was like, but they perfected the superhero combat in Arkham, and you even see it in Spider-Man, they've They've tweaked it a bit, but it's the same combat system. You've seen it in other games. Why mess with a good combat system? It doesn't make any sense to me. I feel the upgrades in the game, unless they're your suit, don't matter. So you okay. have all these things and all these components in a game that just, I don't know. The game just doesn't feel like it was ready. It feels like they were. no one knew what they wanted to do with it. It doesn't look like we what we saw in the E3 trailer from way back in the day in 2019 I think is when we saw that trailer. It mm-hmm. doesn't look like that. Um I played it because I I truly enjoy DC and that world. Mm-hmm. I got a lot out of it and then like I I finished it and then I I debated whether I should platinum it, but the story itself kind of just it, it rubbed me the wrong
0: way. Okay. Fair enough. Well, then um, I, I, you know, at least you finished it. I'm glad you, you, you know, you, you at least got some enjoyment out of it. And yeah, Kana Kena's great. Um,
1: be ready for the difficulty spikes because they are real. Um, I put it on story mode so they won't okay. be that real. Okay. Like, yeah. I remember I, for future reference, I play everything on baby mode if it's available mm-hmm. and I'm proud of it.
0: Yeah, no, Kena, Kena's great. It's, it's beautiful. It straight up does look like a Pixar movie. I hope you and your daughter continue to, continue to enjoy it. And I can't wait to hear more next week. Um, as for myself, yeah, we're gonna talk about Miles in just a minute, a couple minutes, so I'll, I'll leave that there. But I have been playing through Sonic Frontiers. I decided to pick it up last week. Ooh. Um and you know what, dude? I am enjoying this janky mess of a game. Um I, I really, really liked Sonic Adventure 2 battle back in the day. Um, and I liked Sonic Heroes. Those are the Sonic games that I came up on. So I've been waiting for a return to the 3D Sonic for quite some time that's actually decent. And there is something about an open world Sonic that I've always wanted to experience. Um, this game has a lot wrong with it. Mm-hmm. The It has perhaps one of the worst cameras in recent memory. It has some of the most <sighs> atrocious pop-ins in a really, really long time. Some of the gameplay decisions are absolutely infuriating Yet despite all that, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um I mean, it that's is what it's all about. Yeah, it's it's on sale here in Canada uh on Black Friday. Um I think it's a it's it you know, if you're a Sonic fan and you're looking for fun, I think it's a decent pickup. Uh, I'm how like much? I have to double check how much it is here. It is it is the physical edition. Let me pull up El Babs. Well that's fine. I
1: my my daughter loves Sonic. She had a she loves Sonic too, the movie. So I'm yeah. just wondering if it's 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 good enough for a Christmas gift.
0: It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of okay. fun like That's I genuinely. Yeah, like I genuinely really enjoy it. And again, like I haven't really resonated with the Sonic and 2D Sonic as as blasphemous as it may sound. Isn't really my thing. Like I enjoy the 3D Sonic and just like whipping around the world, jumping around, handling the random little puzzle and stuff that, that comes up. I have a lot of fun just running around and exploring. Again, The game does have a bunch that makes it frustrating and isn't like a hundred percent recommend, but I think for anybody who likes Sonic and is looking for what essentially is Breath of the Wild Sonic, but not as good. If you go in with the expectations for a solid seven out of 10, I think you'll walk away from the game happy. Um, So I'm enjoying it. And of course, yes, we have been provided Spider-Man Miles Morales for PC by the wonderful folks over at PlayStation Canada. So thank you for providing us with those review codes and we have been playing it court. This game continues to be fantastic. I've been playing it on Steam Deck. I know you've been on PC. Tell me, what do you think
1: about the PC port of Miles Morales? Well, I think it—I think it's pronounced nex- Nixies. Nixies? Is that am is my pronouncing Nixies? Nix- Nixies? I pronouncing it correctly? Nixies? I always said Nixes, but I might be wrong. Nixes. Nix- you know what? You're better at pronouncing things than me, so we're going to go say it's Nixes because I know I was pronouncing Ken and Burgess Spirits incorrectly there, and I'm, I still did it, so it's just going to stay that way. Um, I think this is the... Developer, they need to use for their PC ports moving forward. As you know, I was a tiny bit disappointed in the Uncharted one because it just felt like there was no extras in there. I will give a caveat right off the bat because instead of just throwing out my glowing parts that I loved, um, there was nothing extra in the game. I, I thought we were gonna get new suits. I really thought they would give us some like extra suits. They didn't. Um, nothing special for the PC release, which is kind of like a little disappointing when you're you're trying to do a big push on PC. You could have just done something a little bit fun. And, you know, give us in a new suit that we could have had in the in the PC version that also would have dropped on the console version. Just something awesome like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having issues with the ray tracing, but they did patch it as of today. So the day one patch came out. I've jumped back in. That ray tracing is working just as good as it did in Spider-Man Remastered. It wasn't working for some reason. Like it would I turn on the ray tracing. It would literally just turn off all reflections altogether. I don't know what was going on, but that was my only big issue that I had with it, because other than that, the combat is phenomenal. It's a lot of fun. I was playing on my 3070 RTX. I, I thought it looked great. 4K. I even had it so that because my daughter was playing, I had the two screens playing at the same time. So I would go to certain sections. It is extremely more bright and extremely more colorful. The Christmas themes in it pop a lot more. And that's one of the things that I love about this game. It's truly the quintessential uh, Christmas game to play. Um, so I had a ton of fun with it. I think they did a phenomenal job with the port. There's there's great sliders that you can go back and forth. PC players should be picking this up right away. It's my favorite Spider-Man game. I like it better than Spider-Man Remastered. Miles Morales, to me, is perfect. It is only eight hours. It's got a lot to do in it. I truly think that PlayStation needs to be dropping these PC ports day and date. but that's my opinion because mm-hmm. I think they're doing a great job with them, and I think the PC market is a big enough market that you should be paying attention to it. I also think that every time they drop any of these big games, like your horizons, that we should get these eight hour story beats like we did with Miles Morales or we did with lost legacy because I truly enjoy them a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think they've really nailed the PC port. So I've been playing on steam deck and playing this playing Spider-Man remastered earlier this year on the steam deck. It ran great. You could get between like 40 to 45 on medium. If you turned some things on and some things off, but playing, uh miles morales it runs better out the box so that much worries on high you can get between 35 to 40 if you drop the graphics settings to medium you can get between 40 to 45 without messing anything else they've optimized it and they've they've made it even better which is you know surprising to say given it's not like it's been a long time since we got spider-man remastered um so like it runs fantastically i decided to crank it up to like the ultra high to see what would happen and surprisingly enough It stayed between 35 to 40 through the majority of my swing time. It's at one point when I like dived into a busy area, the game froze and crashed. But again, I just wanted to see what would happen if I did it. I'm not expecting to be able to play ultra high on the steam deck on the go. It's caveats that you have to take to have to be able to take these experiences with you in a portable fashion. Despite all of that, the game runs fantastic. And like, it looks so, so good. And just being able to like, you know travel on my commute yesterday i popped it open and you know i was playing miles morales with me on the go to work like that's so awesome. uh, that's incredible the fact that this is something that works and works well is 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 amazing and i'm with you miles morales for me they really are like on the same level for me because i just have a lot of love for peter parker and i have a lot of love for the way that the story was told in the original I have a lot of love for Miles 2 and the way that things go here. I cannot wait to see what they'll do with Spider Man 2 because, for me, these two are incredible. And, like, I just played Miles Morales a few months ago. Like, I literally, oh, wow. yeah, I literally just beat it on a whim. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play this again. Like, it was earlier this year. So, for me, going back into this, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to play this game again. As soon as I was back in, as soon as the story beat started hitting, as soon as I was swinging around the world again, I was like, yeah, I think I'll beat this again. And like again, it was even as simple as like you know the rhino chase at the beginning of the game. Slight spoilers. There's a there's a there's a missable trophy there or a missable achievement that I was like, ah ha ha! I know what I'm doing this time. I'm getting this on my first go here. It's it's just fantastic. I I love this game and remastered so so much. And again, just having it on the Steam Deck blows my mind. If you would have told me ten years ago that we're gonna have these kinds of experiences on the go, would never have believed you. It's wild that we can do this.
1: Yeah, and uh, one of the things I love about this game is they. The, how alive Brooklyn is. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like because in, in Remastered, you have so much city to work with. Yep. But in Miles Morales, they just have this little little borough and it's Brooklyn and they bring every single street quarter to life and all the care, all the NPCs in the world talk to you. And and one thing I was noticing that is not in the PS5 version, even the NPCs, you can see their breath as they walk around in the city and you they don't have that in the version really? that we have on the PlayStation. Because I was double checking because... Huh. Because of the winter theme, right, and you got the snow coming across, the game just looks so good. It looked phenomenal on the PS5, and the fact that it even looks better on PC, it just blows my mind. It's one of my favorite games of all time, so to me, it was just, it was an easy, I like this game
0: yeah and especially because like again we but we have a ton of love for this game and it's the perfect time of year for it too with you know with the with winter starting here in canada and the holidays around the corner i honestly think i might like pause on my current playthrough and wait till december just to get in the little bit of the Christmassy vibes into it but um we're gonna bring in a couple questions in now because we have some listener questions about spider-man miles morales so let's get those in from steve vigvari over at s vigvari on twitter asks on a scale from amazing to spectacular, how good does ultra wide look? So for myself, I've been playing on
1: Steam Deck. I can't answer that. I don't think you have an ultra wide monitor yourself. No. Cordia? Sean has been playing it on ultra wide, yes. so we will be able to answer that question eventually. Mm-hmm. Sean is trying to, as a busy father out there, he's just trying to catch up on all these games.
0: Yep. So we will have a longer spoiler discussion uh, in the next week, in the next couple of weeks, with Sean, yep. uh, and we'll get into ultra wide there. So just you know, be ready. That will be coming. Um, and you know what? We'll save the rest of the questions for. The for the carpool a little bit later, but I wanted to just mention the fact that we will have more content coming and we will be talking about ultra wide soon. But once again, PlayStation Canada, thank you so much for sending us review copies for this game because it is spectacular. Everyone, go check out Spider-Man Mouse Morales on PC. It is out today, so it's amazing. Yeah, go play go, it. Go, go go play it. Yeah. go play it, go play it. And without further ado, let's keep this party rolling, dude. Because we definitely have some breaking news. To talk about. And you know what? Let's stay on this Black Friday train because we've referenced it a couple times now. Um, and uh, I'm going to highlight some stuff over from the PlayStation blog written by Gareth Barker about some fantastic PlayStation savings for you. Uh, and I'm curious to think uh, what you think about some of these courts. So for PlayStation Plus, let's start here. Uh, you can save 25% on any 12 on any, uh, month membership plan. And here's where it gets a little bit interesting. If you're on Essential, if you, if you currently are a PlayStation Plus member, you can save money if you upgrade. So if you're an Essential and you upgrade to Extra or upgrade to Premium, you can save 25%. If you're on Extra, you can save 25% going to Premium. What I, w- what I checked on my PlayStation app right before we started recording, I currently have the premium, uh, the premium... Yep. Yeah, the Premium tier. That's the word for it. I will save 25% only if I add another year onto my Premium tier. But so, we can stack, so that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. Just to be aware that if you're on premium and you've been thinking, you know what, I'm going to go down to extra, this is the time to hop on and keep premium because premium right now is cheaper than if you downgrade to extra. The premium on sale right now is like 104.99 for twenty for 12 you know months. On I'm X- going to pull Sean
1: Capri here. Live, live. on air. I'm just yeah. going to do it.
0: Extra is $114.99, so if you are on premium and you intend to stay there and you want some of these savings, or even if you're, you know what, whatever, I want to give this another year, now's a good time to hop onto the PlayStation Store and extend your subscription, because again, you will be saving 25%, and that is quite a bit. Um, we have a bunch of sales on the DualSense controllers. Uh, I'm I keep staring at the purple one. I think I'm going to pull the trigger uh, here in Canada. I think they're down to 64.99 right now in a number of retailers. So check
1: it out. Trigger's been pulled. It's sitting in the closet. It will be underneath the Christmas tree. My daughter asked for it for Christmas. She's yes, she did. has been using the the blue controller, mm-hmm. blue DualSense. And when I was doing some content and I was looking through the ads and she was like, oh, originally she saw the pink and then yeah. she saw the purple and she was like, well. I'm in love. I want that purple controller. I was like, all right. I literally got my car, drove to source, the source just down the street from me. I grabbed it. It's here. I got it. It's funny. I grabbed that and I grabbed Cannabis of Spirits. I bought two things and I just bought an extra thing of premium. There you go. Doing it live
0: Here on the PlayStation drive, that's right. So make sure you go hop over. Uh, And of course, there's a bunch of stuff um, on sale across the PlayStation Direct Store. So for our folks uh, down in the US, you can get some gear, you can get some other stuff there. And of course, there's a huge sale that will be going on the PlayStation Store itself. Miles Morales is on sale, 60% off. Uh, Gotham Knights is 40% off. Uh Stray is 20% off, The Last of Us is 29% off. So there's a whole whole big old list of stuff here. So make sure you go check that out. Is yeah. there anything left on your Black Friday shopping list on PlayStation?
1: For PlayStation, I was hoping the uh the the covers would go on sale cuz I don't have one. I still got the, right? the OG. I How is it one. not? How you're so yeah. right. I, I don't have any covers yet, or you know, PlayStation Canada. If you want to give me one for Christmas, uh, Play, that. PlayStation Canada. I won't be mad. Yeah. Well, you know, I, well, considering um, the next thing <laughs> we'll talk about, I already just just pre-ordered. I don't, I don't think I want to spend any more on PlayStation, considering I just pre-ordered a PlayStation VR two.
0: Yes, we did. PlayStation VR two pre-orders went live earlier this week on November fifteenth. I think there are still some floating around, depending where you're going to look, but they went up.
1: Yeah, Walmart had them up and they had an error in the price. Um, So I know um, myself and a couple other people hopped in and grabbed it because it would be cheaper than the one we got. But they canceled those pre-orders. Yeah, morning.
0: there you go. That's not a surprise there. So yes, it is up for pre-order. Court mom, mom, got one. Mom. I got one. We're both very, very excited for February to get here. Um, now, Court, correct me if I'm wrong, but you got the just the standard bundle, right? Standard uh, not the bundle. bundle. The, stand, the standard edition.
1: I standard edition. No, no game comes with it. No nothing. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we'll see what the, we'll see what's out there.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And it's a little funny because there's a bunch of stories going around being like Horizon confirmed day and date launch. I'm like, didn't we already know that? Uh, I did get the Horizon bundle just because again, I just want to have the game. I want to have it ready yeah, to go we'll right from it, the jump. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hop in. Let us know in the comments. Are you picking up PSVR 2 on launch? Or are you going to wait a little bit? Because I can't wait. I can't wait, Court. It is expensive. But again, yeah, I'm all. It, it, it ain't cheap, bro. It, it not. It ain't cheap, bro. But I'm excited to hop in and check it out when the time comes. Let's keep this train rolling by swinging back around to God of War, written by Ryan Dinsdale over on IGN. Sony's God of War studio has "quote unquote" a lot of different things in the works. Um, speaking to Los Angeles Times, Santa, Santa Monica's creative director, Corey Barlog, said the studio is currently spread out on a lot of different things, presumably including the project he moved to after leading God of leaving God of War. It's unclear exactly what these projects are, as Barlog, refused to give anything more. Uh, Santa Monica also has an external development team that publishes third-party games like Hohokam and Twisted Metal, so that could also be included in the projects mentioned. So, Court, I'm assuming... They're they're doing their naughty dog thing right now, and they are splitting teams. They have multiple teams going. What do you think we're getting here? If we're getting multiple things. I know we touched on it last week, but let's let's circle back around.
1: I think we are getting one of those eight-hour story things. Okay. I think we're going to, and I, so I won't. Don't spoil it. It has, yeah, yeah. So it has to do with what what, what happens at. The part of the game. I, I don't even know how to say it, but there, I think we will get something else from God of War Ragnarok. Yep. I think we will get something else from that story, uh, which will be awesome. Uh, I truly can't wait to uh, to dive into it. I, I think we'll get one of those characters from the north side and and on, on the, the other side, and I think they're going to be a team. I truly think that's what we're getting, what um, we'll get out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping that we get a new IP. Yeah, I'm with you. That's I, what I hope. And we're also we know we're getting that documentary. They kind of uh, alluded to one of those things is that documentary that we're going to yes. see on the the pressures of creating uh, God of War after putting out a masterpiece. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think uh, I think we probably are getting something smaller, akin to a Miles Morales or a Lost mm-hmm. Legacy in the God of War universe. And yeah. I really, really want a new IP. I'm sure Corey is working on a new IP. Do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think that there's a chance? That he may be working on another PlayStation property that they are revitalizing the same way as God of War, or do you think he's in in char-
1: entirely in a new space? I think he's earned the right to make his own game on the way he wants. I know he wanted to make that space odyssey type type game. Yeah. Um I think they're gonna let him make something. Uh otherwise he would have had more uh more of his hands on with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he's, he's not as he's not as much any. It. It's more of a, a Star Wars thing. They had another director pro- on yeah, that bad boy. Yeah, he's he's producing. Producer, yeah, Because he, yes. yeah. he wrote the story, right? So it was his his story, and they put it into two games. I have a funny feeling they're gonna let him. Hey, here's here's what you want to do, and uh, let him make a different game because it can only help PlayStation to put yep. out a new IP and have another thing in their saddle. And and f- his vision and what he did with God of War, he deserves to make his own IP.
0: I'm I'm percent with you. I, I really want to see him just like let loose, do whatever he him and the rest of the team want, and just blow us away with something entirely new. Um, because again, like Ragnarok is here, it's fantastic. We do I'm I'm sure it's going to be a little while before we see anything brand new in the God of War space entirely moving forward. But I'm I'm excited to see whatever is going to be. I, I want to I want to see it. Um and I and I can't wait to do so. Um but let's Talk about I got our it, next story. I got it, Yeah, I, I got see it. it. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the next thing because the game of ward the game awards nominations have been opened and voting is now on. Coming from Ryan Dinsdale once again over at IGN, we got a whole bunch of stuff. God of War Ragnarok is leading the way. With 10 nominations, Elden Ring is right behind it with 7, um, and God of War is nominated for Game of the Year, Best Game Direction, Best Narrative, Best Art Direction, Best Score of Music, Best Audio Design, 2 and Best Performance, Best Action Adventure, and Innovation in Accessibility, and Elden Ring is also uh, has a bunch of stuff across the board. For the Game of the Year category, we're just going to touch on a few of these categories. We're not going to go through all of them, but let's cut some of the big ones. For Game of the Year, we have a Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Court, what do you think will win, and what do you
1: want to win? God of War and God of War. I, I think God of War is winning, um, but caveat on here, I've only played Plague Tale, and um, as Kevin in the chat knows, wasn't a big fan of it, and... Uh, I did not touch Elden Ring, but uh, God of War to me, it, it seems like a slam dunk at this point. It got nominated for more, I believe. Um, the buzz around it, I, I am one of those people that thinks recency bias does always comes into play. Yep. You are going to have those people that are not going to want to vote for it just for that reason. Um, I'm very surprised Stray is on this list and not Cult of a Lamb. It's so weird to me. I Cult of the Lamb beat The Living Daylights out of me. But I enjoyed it. Yep. And it, it was a lot like Echo Generation for me on a game that hurt me. Like it was hard to play, but I still enjoyed the game. Cult of the Lamb had a lot of lot of great things going for it, and I was just very surprised it was on there. I'm not saying stray is a bad game in any way, shape, or form, but game of the year. Stray's- I don't think I-
0: Stray is great, but I don't think it's I don't think it's yeah. game of the year material. I think there's a lot yeah. of other games for me, even stuff like like Citizen Sleeper or Neon White, other games that like did some really cool, interesting stuff. Stray is a lot of fun. It's adorable. It, I think it tells a good story, but does it reach the same heights as in God of War Ragnarok or as in Elden Ring? No, I do like that we at least got some indie re- representation on there, so that's a win for me. Um, but I think yeah, I think you're right. Cult of the Lamb seems like it should have been.
1: But that—that's the there. if you were gonna throw in the indie game, like it should have been called to the lamb, and then you have a game like Plague's Tale that the art direction on that game is phenomenal. But do I think it's game of the year? No. Like I—I I, I know uh, Kevin loves it, and it's—I'm pretty sure it's his game of the year um, from Save the Game Media. But mm-hmm. it just didn't click for me. It's a lot like the game Pentiment that just dropped. That everybody was giving it a ten out of tens, but I knew once users played it, the user score would be terrible on this game because I was like, this is just not for everybody. Yeah, and so. That's- I think that's part of the thing too. I think like God of War has more of a mass appeal. Yeah. And Elden ring also falls into that category that it's not for everyone. It wasn't for me. I, I don't have a lot of time to play video games. So if the game is going to go out there and beat the living daylights out of me, I ain't going to buy it. Except Call to the Land, because everybody was having so much fun, and they, the buzz around it was great. The buzz around Elden Ring was like, hey, this game is extremely hard, but it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't sound like fun. Yeah, I think recency bias is definitely going to come into effect here. Uh, I do think
0: the votes are going to ultimately be split between Elden Ring and God of War. And you'll notice that we haven't even brought up uh, Horizon or Xenoblade Chronicles. Horizon, again, I thought was really great. Is it is it Godi? No.
1: Uh, but it Chronicle- should be. In the, it should be. It is it, one of my favorite games this yes, year. It it's deserves
0: just, to be in the conversation. I yes. just don't think it's going to win. And Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles Three, similarly, is a kind of a niche JRPG, and it, like even among JRPG fans, it's a bit niche. So it's like I don't think it's just going to get the votes. I think ultimately, I want God of War to win. I think God of War should win. I wouldn't be surprised if Elden Ring does take it, though. I think the votes are going to be split immensely between those two, and it's ultimately going to come down to which game resonated with people more and how strong recency bias is.
1: Yeah, like Horizon, I don't think... I think it's still going to get votes. I truly enjoyed it, but when... I look at the votes, okay, you have three PlayStation games, Stray, God of War, and Horizon. Okay, well, then God of War beats all three of them. Like, if God of War is the number one out at the top, those three. Yep. And then I, I agree with you. I think it's down to God of War and Elden Ring, and we see what happens. But hey, don't be surprised if Stray wins and everybody loses their minds.
0: That would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, and I'd, I'd kind of be about it just for the chaos that would follow. Um, possibly on Twitter, if that's still a thing by the time the Game Awards finish, but we'll see. Okay. You
1: know what? Since you brought it up, um, <laughs> Twitter isn't going anywhere, people. Like I Burn really, it all I, down. It, 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 there's an article that just came out that's on Twitter there. Like, people, you got you to gotta stop freaking out. I love Kevin's uh, tweet last night. He was just like, what is going on and why is everybody all freaking out? Um, Kevin, in the future, just simple Google search. But... Um, <laughs> There's an article that was put out. It's just the Twitter employees that amplified that hashtag, and everybody was jumping on it. There are still people working there. I don't think you spend that kind of much money and it it just burn it all down. Elon sucks. Like that's just my opinion. Like whatever, you can take it and take it or leave it. What he's done with this, he's a smart man, but I think he's just jumped the shark and just gone in a different direction on how he views the world. But that happens. People that rich and that smart, they just you know remember they they get a little psycho out there. Uh I don't think Twitter's going anywhere. I went on that Mastodon thing. That is terrible. That is the worst (laughs) platform I've ever been on. I'm not going back to Facebook. So you know what? If Twitter goes down, you can find me on Discord because I ain't going anywhere else. No, I hate TikTok. And nope, nope, it's not gonna happen. But by the way, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what's actually gonna happen to
0: whether it's death by a thousand cuts, whether they're able to pull it up or whatever's gonna happen next. But you know,
1: we'll be here. You know where to find us here on YouTube.com slash Gaming or Patreon.com slash Gaming. So uh, I had to say my piece because I'm just – I'm tired f- of the, hey, I'm leaving Twitter. Yeah, no one cares. Don't give a whole thing about you leaving Twitter. That's the most self-serving tweet I've ever seen. Like, hey, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at that. Please stop. Stop with those things. All right. We'll get ready for next week's
0: show all about how I'm leaving Twitter. Uh, moving on to the next <laughs> best narrative we got. Plague Love you, again. Kevin. Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Um, have you played Immortality Court? I haven't played it yet.
1: I started playing it, and I just wasn't like I... Steve McVarri, friend of the show, was like raving about it. And I hopped in. I played it for about two hours. I don't know. wasn't for me. Fair enough. I need to check that one out because it's also on Netflix now. I think you will like it.
0: I think I would too. I just need to I just need to sit down and actually play it. But yeah, it's on Netflix now. So if you don't if you're not on PlayStation or Xbox, it's that's that's a space to play. But I think that could be a dark horse there. Um, let's kind of swing through some of these other ones. Best indie game, here we go. Cult
1: of the Lamb, Neon White, Seafood Stray, and Tunic. Which is hilarious. Stray's not like, Stray's in there, but Cult of the Lamb's gonna win that. Like how how is Stray in best indie and in game of the year and watch Call to the Land beat it as best indie. That just tells you right away that Stray shouldn't even have been. Like, mm, so weird. Good on PlayStation though. Like whatever. Yep. For me personally though, I want Neon White to win this. That's still
0: one of my favorite games this year. That game was an absolute blast. I liked it more than Call to the Land that. personally. What's, what's that about? It's a, it's basically a speed running game. So like the intent of each area of each level is to rip through it as fast as possible. You collect cards throughout the level that you basically use. So you'll pick up like a shotgun card when you use it, it goes away. So it's like planning which cards do you use at which moment? And then how do you You get to... it's honestly, dude, it's, it's really, really good. And like, it's not like, uh, you just, it's basically just like using an ability that has one, like a one use thing. And as you just like fly through the levels, it's a ton of fun. And honestly, some of the best level design I've seen in any video game in a long time. It, it has some brilliant, brilliant level design.
1: Is, is it on game pass or PlayStation plus?
0: Uh, I played it on the steam deck. Let me double check right now. Exactly. If you can find it elsewhere. Uh, also
1: Ke- Kevin in the chat just brought up a great, uh, nobody saves the world was a great game. Even I like that game
0: i didn't resonate with that one very much personally See,
1: i liked it uh it's and on- once again that's that's the power of stuff like playstation plus and game pass yep when you put a game on there we're all gonna try it and i would never have tried that game and yep. then it was on game pass and i played it so like i i look at and stray stray's another one it was on playstation plus i finished it I played it I, I wouldn't have played it as much as it's got a cute little kitty cat on it yeah it was not a chance in the world i was playing that game
0: yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it, it was the perfect timing for it alongside PlayStation Plus, but Neon White's on Switch and on Windows. So those are your kind of two spots where you, if you want to check it out, that's where you could do so. Um, let's take a look at, let's see if I'm just ripping through this list here to see if there's anything else that we want to bring up.
1: There are all the, all the other categories. I, I, yeah, I I'll I, even say this about the game awards. It's great and all, but I'm of the mind that award shows are just pointless at this point. Like, what is your favorite game? What is my favorite? That's all that really matters. What is the community's favorite game? Because what people put up on a pedestal and say is game of the year, half the time, you're like, whatever. Like, who well, cares? The
0: game awards are basically much more of a world exclusive machine. Exactly, than anything that's else. the only and, like, reason I'm watching. That's it. the only reason i less watching. what yeah. game
1: wins in an award.
0: Me neither. The only reason I'm watching there is to see what's coming next, and I, you know, that is just a large area where we do get a lot of news about what's coming next. So I'm with you. For me, I, I don't really care that much about what wins and what doesn't, but I'm super excited to see what Keeley has in store for us because, again, this is kind of the best place for it as things stand. I, I'll, I'll call it right now.
1: We will get the new Uncharted game at the Game Awards. We will get to see that trailer. Because PlayStation, that's where they always drop it. It's Game Awards if they're going to drop it. We will get the Naughty Dog logo at the Game Awards. Not just Uncharted, because we're obviously going to be getting more of The Last of Us. I think we're going to get another Last of Us trailer for the HBO show. But I think we get that uh, rumored Uncharted game. Drops at the game. Let's do this right now. It's Game Awards. Let's do it. And... I think from X, and then we're going to get something huge from Xbox, but I think it's just going to be, you know, maybe Indiana Jones is my guess. See, I'm with you. Because we that got those screenshots, like we saw the screenshots of Indiana Jones.
0: So. Mm-hmm. I'm with you that I think we're going to find something new out. I think you're right. An HBO teaser is a lock. I think we're getting the uh, the multiplayer game. I don't think we're going to see Uncharted as of yet. I didn't even
1: think about factions. I, was like, I think oh, we're getting factions. Yeah. I think we're getting Last but of Us 2 But PlayStation factions. hasn't had a state of play though, right? So like, they could, uh, they could be dropping, some, they dropping could, some bombs
0: on this. They could be doing a couple things. They very well could be. But for me, I think... I'm what still is, sticking
1: with my... You know what? You have yours, and I think you're 100% right. And I got I,
0: mine. I think it's factions in Spider-Man 2. I think if anything that we're going to see, I think
1: those those are the two things we're going to see.
0: Um, And then if the, like I'm sure Uncharted is real and I'm sure it's coming at some point. I think we're going to see factions in Spider-Man before we see Uncharted, personally.
1: But we will find out. I see. Let, I feel like factions is more of a a, uh, a state of play because it's not I a big like. woo. No,
0: but I think they are going to make it a big. woo. I don't think it's just going to be Fair. here's the multiplayer mode. I think they're building it more like a big
1: MMO survival. Well, the rumor thing. is what? February, March.
0: We. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard any
1: rumors as to a possible release. Well, they had. There's possible rumors. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be beta. That game. If they're smart. Bring that out as a beta. They're going to do, they're just going to make it free to play, dude. They're going to make it free to play. No, no, it's definitely free to play. Yeah. We've been saying it's definitely free to play.
0: And I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be a much bigger, grander experience than the original multiplayer. So but that's why I think they're going to make like a big show out of it is to be like, look at how different it is. Look at how much you can do now.
1: I think you need PlayStation Plus. Otherwise, it ain't free to play. Doesn't matter what Ooh. tier, you but have to have PlayStation Plus.
0: Interesting. I very much wonder if that's true because they're free to play stuff. You don't need PlayStation Plus for, so I feel like they would start. Be, they would be setting a new precedent know, at that point. That, they're, they're, I know, but that g- I know what you mean. Though, they need subscribers,
1: man. They need subscribers. Mm. That's the goal, right? Like, if you look at what Phil Spencer just talked about, with everybody keeps going on and on and on in nauseum about Call of Duty. Like, no one cares. It's that every time someone talks about Call of Duty, I want to just put up that like Peter Griffin thing of like no one cares. But he kept talking about. He wants to sell Game Pass yeah. and also how big the mobile Candy Crush thing is. He's like, everybody's getting mad about this, but I really care about the mobile thing. Like, it's it's kind of PlayStation needs to sell PlayStation Plus. And that's why I also think the PC game should be there. Because if you put day and date your games on PC as well, you're selling PlayStation Plus on PC. And you know how we both feel about that app.
0: I feel like what I'm still not sure from PlayStation is if PlayStation Plus, if they did it just to shut people up or if it's something that they're really going to put time and money behind. PlayStation Good has point. a history of putting something new out and then abandoning support. It's not the first time we've seen it. It sure as hell won't be the last time we see it. So for me, are the is PlayStation Plus their Game Pass, are they going to put the same weight behind it or did they put it out as a, purely as a response to Game Pass and it's just going to live on in its kind of current state? That's my biggest question. If they are putting their weight behind PlayStation Plus as a service in perpetuity for the time, you know, for the foreseeable future, then I think you're right. I think that that makes sense. If they're still like, play the games on PlayStation, if they're on PlayStation Plus, cool. Like, you know, whatever. We have a Game Pass, guys, now look. Then I can see them being like, it's free to play for everybody. Don't worry. Are we going to get exclusive drops on PlayStation Plus? Are we going to get exclusive content on PlayStation Plus? Probably. I can see them taking that route, being like, here's your, you know, here's your new, I don't know, clothes item. Here's this, here's that. For Thank you for having PlayStation Plus. Here's all this swag stuff that you'll get possibly every month or whatever. But whether that's going to kind of continue on like that, that is what I'm not sure about. Um, but hold I say, on. I,
1: You make very good points. Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Yeah, We just yeah. disconnected one sec. I'm just waiting for it to reconnect. That was super weird.
1: I We're can back. See- we're back cool. So yeah, yeah I, you make very good points about that especially because we know that they have in The Last of Us Part 2 and uh, the remake, we were able to wear all the different t-shirts. Yep. Of the different characters for out of the PlayStation. So I have a funny feeling those will be the things of like, hey, PlayStation Plus members, here, you get to wear all the t-shirts that Ellie had in the game.
0: Or I could even see them being like, guess what, you get a 20% off of the of the currency inside in inside of factions if you have a place
1: to play games or gotchas i'm telling
0: i'm telling you dude i think i think we might see that route like but again i could totally see them going that way in that direction too
1: hey if ea made it i could see them charging us for ammo so
0: Hmm. there you go (laughs) that's a really a true survival that's really a true survival (laughs) horror game you have to buy each piece of ammo Uh, let's round out with just one last story before we get into questions because The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt's next-gen update arrives this December. Once again, our boy Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN writes, CD Projekt Red has announced that the PS5, Xbox series, and PC next-gen update for The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt will be released on December 14th as a free upgrade
1: to anybody who already owns the game.
0: Court, were you big into Witcher 3? I can't remember. Yes,
1: huge. Um... I went as far as I only had it on PlayStation 5. So I just recently bought it because it's like on sale for like $20 Mm -hmm. on my Xbox Series X so that no matter what, I can test out which version is better because I can't wait because it's a free upgrade, right? So as long as you had the like super duper version. Um, you get the free upgrade. I love The Witcher. That that was a game though that I couldn't get into the DLC because it's just so long. It just took so much out of me that I just like I couldn't go back in. Okay. But I have a funny feeling when they do it, I'm gonna be going back on my PS5. I'm gonna play it again, and I'm just gonna play it all.
0: So you think you're gonna restart from the like from the beginning beginning?
1: Yes. Well, no, because I have my save. I think I'm gonna do the DLCs.
0: You're just gonna go straight into the DLC. I yeah. did the first DLC. I can't remember this stone, something stone, stone and swords. So I can't remember anymore. I didn't get to blood and wine. Um, So I might use that as an opportunity to jump into blood and wine. Maybe you're right on that front. Um, But I'm I'm curious to see more of this. It seems like CD Projekt Red is working very, very hard and in a comeback perspective. And I saw a lot of people very excited about this on Twitter. So it's earlier than I thought it was going to be because I think they announced that it was coming next year or something. Like it was supposed to hit this year and then I think it was delayed and now it's coming back around. So December is turning into a very, very busy month between Midnight Suns, between Callisto Protocol and now the Witcher Three's next gen update. Uh, Callisto Wait.
1: Protocol is number one stunner. Like it's funny. We look at like we're, we're reviewing, we still were just reviewed another game and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna play Kenna, I'm gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. Um but Callisto Protocol, that's all I can think about. Dude,
0: I can't stop thinking about Marvel Midnight Suns. I can't. Yeah. I can't. A yeah. lot of the previews came out now and people are saying that it's surprisingly good. I'm in. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And the Callisto Protocol will probably come after because I just can't wait for Marvel Midnight Suns. But let's round out with a couple questions from the carpool. Continuing on Steve Vigvari's question at SVigvari over on Twitter, Steve asked Can pizza be considered an open face sandwich?
1: Yes. So I'm I'm of the mind that a hamburger is a sandwich. People get so angry. Hot dog is a sandwich. As long as you have two pieces of bread, uh, if you fold that pizza, it's a sandwich. So yes, it can be an open face sandwich. You put it on bread, it's a sandwich. I'm telling I, you. I, I never really considered this. Um, maybe.
0: Sure. I don't I, I don't know why people get caught up on this classification of food thing so very much. Um, even I love with just ham- pissing people off. Even yeah. oh, I know you do. Uh, even with the hamburger sandwich thing, but uh, yeah, I, I sure, Steve. If you think so, uh, I, I'll believe you. Oh, who knows
1: if he thinks so?
0: I'm well, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to add that caveat. If he thinks so, I agree. Uh, and Nagachaka asks over at Nagachaka on Twitter, "Who is the best Spider-Man? Why is it
1: Miles Morales?" Um, he's not wrong. Sorry, I, like. I'm sure you have a different answer than me, but I truly love. Um, Miles Morales, after... I didn't know much about him, to be totally honest, until Mm. Into the Spider-Verse. Or Spider-Verse, I guess. Into the Spider-Verse is the new one, right?
0: No, Into the Spider-Verse is this
1: one. The best Marvel movie, by the way. Into the Spider-Verse is the best Marvel movie there is. And it's not even a little bit. And I loved Miles Morales and that character. And so I started like reading the comics after that, just from that. Mm -hmm. And I just love his character and how... He's not, so Peter Parker's got, even though Peter Parker's a little bit of a geek, he's got a little bit more confidence, and I love the fact that Miles Morales is, like, not as cocky and not as confident as Peter Parker is all the time. Mm. Um, I found Peter Parker in the comics. They made him a little bit of a cocky, like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man. Like, I get it, but Miles Morales is, like, he's not sure of himself all the time, a lot like, you know, myself most of the time. So I just, I, I just like him so much better, and, like, his suit's better looking, and He's yeah. got better powers. I'm th- not going to lie. He's just better.
0: I love Miles. Uh, I also love Peter just because, the, you know, he's a Spider-Man that I grew up with. He's a Spider-Man that, you know, I've, I've been a big I fan know. of for a long time. But I, I like them both. Love. But actually, the best Spider-Man is actually Spider-Man, which is just a Spider-Man that's entirely made of tons of little spiders working together to be Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Punk, also awesome. Uh, you know, Ghost Spider, also awesome. There's a ton of awesome spider people out there in the Wild Wild universe. But, yeah, uh, Peter and Miles are my top two for sure. And I, I would honestly say that they're pretty close to Tide. Um, but, yeah, I, I love Peter. I always have and I always will. And especially Ultimate Peter Parker is also a whole different world and also just incredibly cool. But, um, Court...
1: Mm. Continue. No,
0: someone needs tissues. Okay. Continue. But... This brings us to the end of
1: the show, Court. If people want to see and hear more from you, where could they do so? You can find me on Twitter at Court Lalonde, or you can see me on socials because I'm not fired at Carpool Gaming.
0: Make sure you head over and find Court on Mastodon, his favorite social media platform. Oh As, my God, for my so stuff, <laughs> As for so myself, bad. you can find me over on Twitter at burnout underscore Matt, at youtube.com slash burnout brighter, and also helping out at level one gaming. Uh, we're, they're doing a subathon this weekend tomorrow, so go hang out there if you're curious to see more. But that brings us to the end of the show. We appreciate all of you so very much. Head over to patreon.com slash carpool gaming. If you have bucks to toss, toss them our way. We appreciate you very, very much. And we'll see you
1: next week. Peace. As always, we'd love to thank our Patreon supporters, and I want to start off with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest 4 Pixels. Please subscribe to youtube.com forward slash quest4pixels today. Dallas Ford, co-host of The Blaine Game. Support Dallas on YouTube to get these guys to 100 subs. Emily O'Kelly, Trucker Sloth, Jonathan Brown. The new episode from PME is called Gems and is available on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. And honestly, Carpool Gaming's tech support. Links are all in the show notes. Please support these ultimate producers. Platinum producers, Marcus McCracken, RJ Kern and Skinny Matt, Gold Members, Anna W., Cicely Caruso, Dallas Robbins, Darwesh, Foolish Fuji, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, and The Snack Network. Also, I want to thank our newest patrons, Sean Hannigan and Ryan Craig. Also, I want to thank Tim Pollan for upgrading to Gold Member. Thank you very much.